Everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Welcome back. It is the big show. We're in warm at the warehouse. Come see Tom. He's giving stuff away down here. David James sitting in for the vacationing Jake Scott. And Austin's back in the studio. Thanks for joining us on a Friday. Hope you're having a, a terrific day. But we have a special treat for you right now. We have a special guest. Ron Boone is going to join David James and me. And this is uh, a reunion of sorts from back in the MJB days. Uh, time probably Ron would like to forget, but uh, we had a lot of fun, didn't we, David? Absolutely. All we did was sit around and talk Nebraska football. <laughs> Boom, hey, that's, when they, that's, that's when they were good. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh, man, Booner, it's good hey, to have you on you the know, show. How you doing, so, man? So what year was that? I mean, boy, that's been so long ago. And, is that, and is that- I think we 98? did the show from 98 to 2001. Really? Memory. Uh, yep. Years yeah. fly by. The years fly by, Booner, but you don't look any different, and DJ and I do. I don't know what happened to us. <laughs> you got to stop telling your wife that. Every time I see you, tell your wife that, and she's going to start believing <laughs> <laughs> well, she does believe it. She looks at you, and then she looks at me and says, what happened to you? Anyway, Booner, it's good what's to have what, you on, What's going on, fella? You sound like you guys giving away something free. What's going on? Why are you sitting in the hot seat, not David James? What's going on there? <laughs> we're just uh, we're down here at uh, at Tom's uh, warehouse store, and uh, he's giving stuff away, and we're sitting on a very comfortable couch. DJ? Okay, so what kind of place is Tom's warehouse? Let me it's a it's a furniture store, and they have all kinds of uh, adjustable beds okay. and couches and tables and chairs and and lazy boys. Speaking of lazy boys, DJ is here alongside. Why you got to be like that? <laughs> Just giving me a hard time. Booner, I remember one time. Do you remember this, DJ? We were we were doing the show together. Uh, it was in the, uh, the it was either a lockout or strike uh, season. I can't remember exactly which one it was, but the the arena was empty, uh-huh. and you and I and, and Booner were trying to think of things that we could do to draw people into the arena. I do remember. This. I remember Booner's idea was maybe put on a golf exhibition, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I thought, I thought that would be really that would be quite the adventure, you know, if you're sitting in aisle 101 and you and, you, and then all of a sudden you get a title list across the forehead that would. I can just see I can see Booner just standing at midcourt trying to just just smoke balls into luxury suites and let him ping around in there and break as much fine china and glass as possible. Hey, wasn't, wanna... anyone, wasn't anyone in there? You might as well tear things. Right? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? A good six iron? You got to get a little elevation there, Booner. How is that? I think the, How... the, the, the fun part would have been to be able to, to like Top Golf, you know, be able to predict your shot. You know, okay, this is going to be in row, <laughs> row 10 in the 18th row, and, and boom, hit it in there, you know? 
I have a friend who used to run a golf tournament uh, with the pros, and uh, there was a woman who was sitting in the, you know, how, how close the, the fans line the gallery sometimes. I mean, the uh, fairway. And uh, someone teed off, one of the pros teed off. is a well-known guy. Anyway, he, he hit this woman. And he, 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 but, and the ball went way out, so we had to hit, re hit, and he hit the same woman again. No, no you, you're making twice. that up. No, no, it, it, this was <laughs> legitimate. And, and the woman said, funniest thing, all my friend who was running it, he went over and he talked to the woman, and she said, Tell him to stop. <laughs> <laughs> How is the golf game, Booner? Well, it goes up and down. Some days you think you should be on the tour. The next day you wonder why you picked the game up. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not as good as it used to be. The handicap is going up, you know, and uh, can't get any bets. Nobody wants to give me any bets anymore. But I still love the game. Play it anyway. For a guy who who played 140, I mean 1,041 straight games or whatever it was, uh, do you have any lingering injury problems uh, from the old days? You know, uh, I had hip replacement in 2007, and then I had a revision done about a couple of years ago, and otherwise. Everything's cool except for the left knee. The left knee is kind of going out, kind of looking bow, you know. So now that left knee, its left leg is shorter than the right. But otherwise, it doesn't affect my golf swing, so I'm not worried about it. Yeah, that a kid. That a kid. <laughs> All right, let's get, uh, let's get right to the, uh, the jazz because that's what the people want to hear about. That's what they wanted to hear about 20 years ago when we were doing the show. That's what they want to hear about now. This has been an awesome streak. There's been a lot of winning, and obviously the bench has been bolstered and is now playing at a much higher level. But between now and the All-Star break, a month from now, they've got eight games, home and home with Denver, home and home with Dallas, home and home with Houston. They've got Miami and Indiana, who they've lost to on the road. They've got both those teams coming in. Are they going to win, maybe not at the same clip they've win, been winning against mostly sub-500 teams, but are they going to win at a pretty high rate and sustain the excitement that we've seen build in the last month? If, if you would have asked me this question here, David, early in the year, maybe back in November, and in November going into December, I'd say no. You know, But right now, the way they're playing, I think they can compete with any team in, in the NBA. And, and you know, the bench was our problem early in the year. Uh, now, with a couple of changes. Things that things have gotten better, and the great thing is, is that they've been able to improve um, the, the the style of play, the way they're playing before they start playing some of these what you call elite better teams. We have not played any of the Texas teams. We haven't played Denver. We haven't played Boston. You know, we played Miami and Miami. They still have to come to us. You know that that type of thing. So right now, I think we can compete with with those teams. Um, Hey, just think about it. We've beaten the Clippers twice. You know? So I like what I'm seeing right now. I, I think consistency has definitely been the, been the key. Uh, and defense, obviously, is, is the, the, the strength of this basketball team. Ron, have you ever seen Rudy Gobert play better than he has been over the past month or so? Uh, he's gotten better and better every year. Uh, and I'm one of those guys that when he first came in the league, you know, I liked him. I, I thought that he was going to. Uh, be a player for this team, but I didn't think he was going to be the kind of player he is now, strictly because 
he wasn't a player that you can put the ball on his hands and, and he'd play with his back to the basket. And I'm thinking, what center can dominate or impact a basketball game and you can't rely on him uh, to give him the ball on the low block and, and get something done? But Quinn has done, a, has done a great job of how they use him and he has impacted the game and he is playing his best, best basketball right now. If he doesn't make the All-Star game, it's a shame. Tim JB in the afternoon. Ron Boone. I just want to say that. It just feels good to say that. Ron, Ron Boone join us here. And I am uh, I'm intrigued by the bench play and how good it's gotten and how well they shoot the ball. And I start going through the stats for the league, and I realize today, and this moves every day because there's some guys at 39.9 and some guys at 40.1. But today, I look at the stats. There were 34 guys in the league shooting – 40% or better from three. Wow. The Jazz have four of them. Yeah. Four of the 34. And as a team, they're shooting 39%, which is more than a point better than the second-best team in the NBA. They lead the league by a wide margin. This is a team that was very defensive-oriented the last couple of years. Now they've added Bogdanovich. Niang has stepped into this role. O'Neal's shooting it better. Joe Ingles, who was shooting like 30% early in the year, yeah. has shot 50% for like six <laughs> weeks. So he's now up in the 40s and climbing. Is this sustainable? Are they going to shoot the three like this? Because if they are in an offensive-minded league right now and the rules are, are bent towards you, the style of play uh, kind of leans towards you as an offensive team, that would seem to be a very good sign if it's sustainable. Well, I think it's sustainable, and, and even if they dropped a couple of notches down to 39%, 37% or something like that as a team, they're still getting the same shots. Um, and Boyan's, what, averaging seven attempts a game. He's making mm-hmm. three, and, and I think uh, Joe might be the same. He might be making about two and a half, two or three, three a game there as well. They work very, very hard at getting three-point shots. The only thing that I was thinking at the beginning of the year that I thought they needed to do a little bit more of is, is shoot, if they're going to shoot a lot of threes, shoot them more in transition. Something similar to what we saw last night in, in um, yeah, <laughs> down, down in, who do, who do we play last night? The Pelicans. <laughs> yeah, the Pelicans down in New Orleans. They, they shoot a lot of transition threes, and they, and they, get a lot of them up, uh, averaging 39 a game. And I thought that's what the Jazz needed. But the way the Jazz use their offense, uh, they just want to get those looks. I think it's sustainable uh, strictly because of, of those two guys. Uh, Niang, uh, I can see him going up and down. Uh, Royce O'Neal doesn't take anything but quality shots. So I think right now uh, I'd say, yes, it, it, it would be sustainable. Ron, you're uniquely qualified to comment on Donovan Mitchell and his progression, uh, having played uh, similarly in some ways back in the day. But I, what's going on with him beyond just the ability? Because it seems like his leadership, his awareness, his, uh, his vision on the court, there's all kinds of positive things going on with him right now. And last night he was absolutely spectacular. You know, he, he seems to get better as the game goes on. At like and, and he's made reference to this, is that he takes advantage of what's given to him, what, what they're giving to him and, 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 and does a very good job of that. Meaning if, if they're forcing him one way, then 
you know, he's going to take advantage of that, but he's still going to get back to where he wants to shoot the basketball. You see a lot of guys doing that now. Uh, you force them one way, uh, they, they, they'll take that, and then they'll get back to the spot that they want, they want to, uh, where they want to shoot the basketball. Offensively, I watch him work very, very hard with Johnny Bryan. They work on a lot of things, and if you notice, his mid-range game is really, really in, in, improved. And, and he's getting to spots where he's very, very comfortable, where the confidence level is definitely very, very high. But to be as young as he is right now and, and his ability to take over a basketball game, it, it's just unbelievable. He has so much confidence that he can um, shoot the three when he wants to, uh, he distributes the basketball, and, and, you know, he's only averaging 20 shots a game. You know, Boyan's averaging about 15. So uh, those number of shots are very quality shots that, that he's usually taking. So I agree with you, Gordon. I think his, his leadership has really improved over the last three years, and you just don't see that in a, in a player in his third year in the league. So that brings us to the question, how much should we expect out of him in the postseason? Because I think there's obviously two guys in the West. Kawhi Leonard's won two championships with two different clubs. LeBron's won three championships with two different clubs. And frequently in the playoffs, you know, if you have the best star, you win. And if you don't, you don't. And I just, I I mean, Donovan's been awesome and everybody loves him, but I'm not sure we should be putting that on his shoulders in the third year. But people give me the stink eye booner when I say, (laughs) I don't see the Jazz getting above the three seed, 55 wins, and going out in the second round. Maybe the Clippers stars take enough games off that they fall to the four seed and they play the Lakers in the second round and the Jazz are on the other side of the bracket and they get to the conference final. But I just think if they have to match up with the Lakers and Clippers, I just don't think I should be putting that on Donovan now unless, unless Booner you believe in guys like Bogdanovich and Joe Ingles and uh, Jordan Clarkson and the, the support group I think the support group if you want to call him that because I think Boyan is, is uh, boy he's a star I think Joe runs the basketball team I, I know you put a lot of this uh, on Donovan but I think Joe is the key to this team I mean because he just he seems to know how to get it done he does it at his own pace now, who who would and, and how far or how high up in the standings can the Jazz be, and and be? But I think home court advantage would mean a lot, you know, for the Jazz more so than maybe the Lakers or maybe even the Clippers. But home court advantage would be a huge advantage if they could get something like that. Um, David, that is a great question. I'm not going to make any predictions or anything, you know, on something like that. But they have to be playing at the peak of their game. They have to be playing similar to what they're playing right now uh, to get to that conference final, if you want to put it, if you, if you want to put it that way. But I like what I'm seeing. Uh, I like the measuring stick from what I'm seeing. I'm, I watch games a lot on TV, you know, trying to scout some of them. But I like the measuring stick that I see with some of these other teams that, that we're, that's in the Western Conference. Ron, with some of the really talented wings that are out there, do the Jazz – everyone talks about the Jazz defense, Rudy Gobert, but Rudy can't cover everybody. And so are they equipped to stop guys like Brandon Ingram? We saw that last night. Maybe nobody is equipped. I don't know. But there are other star players that they're going to run up against. How can they slow these guys down? You know, that's awfully tough to do. How do they slow Donovan Mitchell down? I mean, that's tough to do when you have star players like that. I mean, they can, they can, they get it done. They figure it out to the point where they can uh, be effective and make an impact on the game out there on the floor. 
the big thing here is that you need, as a defensive team, you want to take away something. Uh, whether it's the, the, the points in the paint, you want to take away the, the three-point shot attempts. Last night, perfect example, is um, uh, the Pelicans averaged 39 three-point shots at ballgame. And how many did they get last night? You know, they ended up getting up 26. So that was something they wanted to take away from, uh, from the Pelicans. So you try to eliminate some of the strengths in somewhere, knowing that, you know, their star players are going to um, – they're going to get theirs. I mean, they're going to make an impact on the, on, on the game somehow, but the Jazz do a great job of uh, putting together a defensive plan, uh, an offensive plan at shoot-arounds, and watching the games and watching shoot-arounds, you know, I tell you what, 80, you can put it in the 80 percentile that those uh, defensive schemes seem to work. MJB in the afternoon, man, this feels pretty good. Nothing's changed in 20 years. Booner, literally Austin producing this show said, okay, we're out of time. you got to wrap it up. And like 13 <laughs> seconds later, Gordon is, I want to ask you about the wings. Yeah, well, hold on here. Hold on here. We don't have the privilege of having Ron Boone with us all the time. I, I want to, you know, I'm, 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 what am I doing here? I'm, uh, I'm searching for wisdom, for knowledge. Booner, you told me when I asked you to be on the morning show about a year ago, you said, David, I've retired. <laughs> I couldn't believe you were going to be on the afternoon he's, show today. He's got it, too much it, to it, give to retire. It, it, David, it's all because of you, man. Whatever, Booner. That's why you didn't go on. Whatever. Booner, thanks for joining us, Ron. We appreciate it. It's a all lot right, of fun. David, you're, you're the best I know, man. <laughs> right. It was a pleasure to see you, Ron. I'm glad you got you. to see me, baby. <laughs> he says that to me all the time. Shoot around. I'm glad you got to see me, David. And boom, out the door. <laughs> Ron Boone, the one, the only. Thanks, Ron. That was fun. That was. And that's why I have a hard time picking the Jazz higher than the three seed. Because it comes down to stars, and you got two guys over there in their prime. LeBron, who's extended his prime well beyond what most players do. And Kawhi was literally in his prime. You don't believe in group achievement. You don't think that that the, can the happen. The star right? usually beats the group. Not always, but the star usually but beats when the you group. But if you have two all-stars on your team. The Warriors needed three. <laughs> <laughs> what if Mike Conley, and and who's going to play apparently tomorrow night, what, what if, if Mike Conley comes around and yep. can join sort of a trifecta? Yep. And then you got Bogdanovich on top of that. Can that overcome? Uh, sure, maybe, but the odds are no. Try to remember the Warriors had three bona fide all-stars. One of them got suspended for being a knucklehead, and they <laughs> lost game five, and they blew a 3-1 lead, and they lost the series. They should have had a three-peat, which ultimately, I guess, could have been a four-peat, but whatever. Knucklehead, huh? That was a knucklehead Thanks, move. Thanks, Carl. That was a knucklehead <laughs> move. There's no other way to put it. That was a knucklehead True. move, Draymond. Even he has said that, that wasn't yeah. his best moment. Yeah. Tom, how the heck are you, man? Uh, I think... Mr. Green is a knucklehead, too. Yeah. Do you? I agree. I don't I know can, if he's a I full-time confer. knucklehead anymore. No, that's what's feel, so confusing about him. Like, is the fact that there are moments when you think that's yeah, basketball yeah, right. brilliance, and next thing you yeah. know, he's doing something yeah, else. Yeah. He, he, part-time knucklehead. It, it was poorly-timed knuckleheadish. Because they're also good enough he could do a knucklehead thing just to entertain himself, and they were so good they'd get away with it. You know, it just didn't matter. But they weren't good enough to get away with that he that used, year. He used to frustrate me because he was so good, and yet you just wanted to hate him. <laughs> yeah, a lot of Jazz fans felt that I way. I think Steve Kerr, you just summarized it for him, you know, because <laughs> he got busted right on exactly. camera. I'm so tired of his. Right. 
So, Tom, speaking of knuckleheads, what kind of knuckleheaded uh, idea do you have uh, that's going to hurt you and uh, help uh, our listeners? Hey, I have, and we did this for about a month and a half. I had a truckload of these made by Klausner, sofas with the console, double reclining set. The competition is ten ninety nine. You'll see their very best sell at seven ninety nine. And if you remember right, we did it at three ninety nine. I have four of them here, but I found four. Klausner's in a different color that we were selling for six ninety nine. It's regular eleven ninety nine. Anybody who needs a new sofa double reclining with the console, I've got two colors to choose from. I'll do them both at three ninety nine. Hmm. Incredible deal. Then we talked about this. We're going to call it the PK. We're going to call him the lazy boy, not DJ. <laughs> DJ's here working. He's not lazy. Fact. Uh, he was up early. He He's going to be TV. He's going to do double radio shift. He's yeah. not lazy. No. So we've got the leather deal for eight ninety nine. But then I've got everything else in the store that's yellow tagged, 20% off. Rugs. I've got some incredible rug deals. I've got some rugs back there that are $2,000 rugs. I'm going to do them, and they're marked like four forty nine, $2,000 rug. Take 50% off the lowest marked price. I want to move some rugs for Martin Luther King weekend. We also have— Everybody some, loves those area rugs, don't yeah, they? Yeah, everybody needs area rugs because hard surface floors yeah. are so important in today's living. Come and see me. I've got incredible deals. Then I've got some Ottomans, and I think I have nine of them. I counted them earlier in the day. They're made by Simmons. They're $129 everywhere. DJ, $29 yeah. your choice. Really? Big deals. You can barely buy a burger for that. And then <laughs> I've got. Where do you get your burgers? <laughs> Sirloin. Oh, oh, you can't buy a Kobe beef burger for that. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Yeah. You can buy a piece of furniture for less. Of, I mean, there are a lot of restaurants charge you more than that for uh, uh, an entree. Well, for sure. You can't buy a good steak for that. Yeah. How about made by. And I'm not supposed to say this, so I'm going to say it softly. Cheers. Big brand in the furniture company. One of the best brands in motion. I've got a three-piece sectional. The fabric is double thick, so it's perfect for a family. It's only one color. It's kind of a chocolate brown. It's got baseball stitching. It's got four recliners with the wedge. The entire sectional is supposed to be $24.99. I'm going to do it. Instead of twenty four ninety nine, I'm going to do. I only have three, twelve ninety nine for this weekend. So I've got crazy deals. But if the adjustable bed is what you're waiting, do not wait any longer. The best deals are going to be gone because I'll be out of them. Boom. All right, Tom. Get on that. My, my daughter bought a bunch of furniture from Tom. They love it. They love it. Man. She bought a nice reclining piece. Yeah, it's it's. it's How's really, her TV? She loves it. Everything's good. Everything's good, and she's pretty good at complaining. <laughs> My son wanted to take her out. They were at BYU Hawaii together. Yeah, yeah, they were. We need to make that happen, maybe. <laughs> All right, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, I'm just serious. You know that. All right, uh, we'll be right back. 
Gordon. You know where you go for free food? Where? Do you know where you go for free popcorn? Where? Free soda? Where? You go to jazz games. Yeah? Yeah, it's called the Ford Fan Zone. Get into it, Gordon. Come on. Down there with your media friends. <laughs> Purchase a Ford Fan Zone all-you-can-eat ticket to an upcoming game and receive unlimited hot dogs, soda, popcorn, nachos, and ice cream starting as low as $37 per ticket. Visit utahjazz.com or call 325-2999 to buy your Ford Fan Zone all-you-can-eat tickets now. We'll continue on with uh, my list. Uh, we got some random items on here that uh, I want to get to real quick. And let me start with this one. Isaiah Stewart, who's a freshman at Washington and a projected lottery pick, he grew up near Syracuse as a kid, and he, this, this guy's good. And he recently said that he didn't consider the orange in part because Jim Beheim stiffed him by refusing to take a picture with him when he was in the eighth grade. Beheim has since responded that he told the group that Stewart was with that he would do it later, but cost him a, an All-American type player. Stop being a cranky old man, you superstar <laughs> coach, Hall of Famer. So DJ, Turns so, out 13-year-olds have power. <laughs> they, 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 what's the song from Les Mis, Austin? Watch out for the little pup because they grow up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah something like that. Some you, want those lines. You, want, you want to sing it? No. Okay. Anyway. Uh, you better th- run for cover when the pup grows. And then, yeah. And then that we kid ends up getting yeah. shot. Yeah, well, that, uh, was, that was fun. <laughs> There's a Friday downer. Thanks, Gordon. <laughs> Easy, Casey Kasem. <laughs> really? <laughs> it was fictional. It was, a, you know, it's it was not. not. Oh, man. <laughs> that was all real. All right. I don't know. Did you, you ever read this? Where the Red Fern Grows while we're here? <laughs> Should we... Uh, Give that away. Yeah. Everybody has seen Lame as a Rock. I didn't mean spoiler. Story. I mean, we're talking about sad things. So I don't... Oh, okay. Yeah, that was. Did you see where the red fern grows? Oh, my Easy. gosh. <laughs> you know, guys. the fern grows up between the two dead oh, dogs. Oh, have you stayed on the radio for 20 years. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of uh, motivation or lack thereof, did you see the story that Ohio State coach Ryan Day made everyone in his program sit? And watch the national championship game from start to finish. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Since they weren't going to anyway. I don't know. A lot of those yes, players didn't want yeah, to. I, I would think some would, some wouldn't. I, I would think it would be a mix without him saying, this is what you're going to do. Yeah, the message there, we're going to be a part of this. Or we're going to watch it. You'd much rather be a part of it. You want more free tattoos? You got to get there next year. <laughs> I'm telling you, that would be painful, especially for a club like a team like Ohio State that was so close, but no cigar. I think they would have lost to LSU. Yeah. And I get having watched the semifinal, you know, if you make a play here, you make a play there. It was so close with Clemson, and Clemson literally made one more play. But if they'd been in that national title game, you know what they would have done? Watch the confetti fall on uh, Joe, and then they would have listened to a, a post-game interview that sounded like this. Because <laughs> then we found out later when, the best when he was talking about the glory of the state of Louisiana and all that. The real reason he was happy is he made like $2 million in bonuses. He already had money he couldn't spend. It's the SEC. They're all loaded. <laughs> Speaking of having money, that uh, too much money to spend, Cristiano Ronaldo. You know, one of the best soccer players in the world, if not the best, I guess he would be. He has some life advice for you. And what would that be? It would be to eat six meals a day, mostly fish and chicken, which is what he does, and to get a solid eight hours of sleep at night 
So, Austin, that means don't have kids, I mm-hmm. guess, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he says he takes up to five naps mixed in through the day. Well, he has a job that allows it, so that's <sighs> great for him. I'll, I'll take one a week. Uh, honestly, if I were sleeping eight hours a night, there's no way I could sleep five times during the day. Oh, I'd give you, it a shot. Since you do the morning show and you're up late at night uh, for I do TV nap. work, I do how many, you taking a nap or two? I don't take two naps in one day. No. How, how long is your average nap? Uh, it depends on the day, but usually 30 to 60, somewhere in there. If you sleep too long, does it uh, groggy up? Uh, I think what I've read is that it's the 60 minutes that leaves me groggy. You should get the 30 or 90 because of your sleep cycles. Oh, really? Yeah. So this the whole talk of power naps, taking a 15-minute nap, that's a bunch of bull. I, I, again, you need someone who's better medically educated than me. <laughs> and yeah, I, I read some stuff on Twitter, Gordon. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Must be true. <laughs> you know, you got to be careful. But I have no – I saw once I saw um, somebody did a story on the notes that an NFL team gives to players mm-hmm. when they go on a road trip. And so it kind of like gives the schedule of where you have to be, what you have to be, how the day is, you know – segmented that you're on the road, you know, the 24 hours you're on the road. Mm-hmm. And it did have a thing on the naps that advised the players to take 30 or 90 minute naps, not 60 because of the sleep cycle stuff. All right. We'll finish up my list. We have uh, three or four more uh, just riveting items to get to that you won't want to miss. You've saved the best for last. Know, always. It's, uh, here it comes. So stay right where we are. Question, Gordon. <laughs> David James sitting in for Jake Scott. We're down here at the warehouse in a warm Tom alongside. Uh, a couple things real quick I wanted to sneak in here. Did you see that video of the two TIE fighters who knocked each other out at the same time? No, it was like a rocky moment in real life. Uh, they, they punched each other, one coming from one side, one coming from the other, and they knock each other out. And they go flat on the mat. And I'm sitting there thinking, you know, one of the things I love about sports, and I'm I don't know. I don't know these guys at all. But one of the things I love is that sometimes you see things that you did not expect. So, can, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. You I, don't know I, the ending until you see it. Right. And sometimes you have that that uh, that Jack Buck moment when uh, Gibson hit I don't hit believe the, what I, I just saw. I love that stuff. So I if it. I go to Twitter and search double knockout, will I get the video? Yeah. I want to see it. I think you Make will. Make sure you spell knockout correctly, you know. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and do that. Oh, here it is. Yeah, watch Here it, it. is. Yeah, I shoved him back into the rope. Now they come to the middle. Oh, no, man down. Men down. That's unbelievable. <laughs> man down. Both man of them. down. That's, is that the same one? Is that the one I saw? Yep. yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's pretty cool. I, re- I really like Real quick, DJ. Uh, the Utes are coming off a loss to Arizona. They've lost three straight. BYU's facing Gonzaga on Saturday night. And college basketball. Is there going to be a team from the state of Utah in the NCAA tournament? I'm not paying attention. I was just tweeting out that video. That was awesome. <laughs> check my Twitter feed, David DJ James. Yes, I believe- Check out Max the Cat while you're there. Yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah. Fighting off three coyotes, living to tell about it. That's a tough kitty cat right there. I got to look at that. Yeah, you do. I'll show it to you in the break. Uh, I think BYU is going to make it. 
Do you? I do. I think they're pretty well in now looking at the Ken Palm and the Sagarin and all that. You know, do they it seems have to like finish in the top two in the WCC? I don't know that they do. I mean, I think they the, – here's the thing. They've already played St. Mary's at St. Mary's. I don't think they're going to get penalized for losing to Gonzaga. And they're defending well enough. I don't think – oh, here I go. I'm jinxing you, Cougar fan. Full-on DJ jinx. I don't think they're going to lose the bad games they've lost – in the past, because they've lost to the Portlands and the San Diegos and the Loyola yeah. Marymounts and whoever's, because they've gotten into these 88-81 shootouts. But now you watch them play, and they hold a lot of teams to about 60 points, and I don't think they're going to lose those games. They have too much firepower. When does Joel Yi come back? And, you know do, what? and does I'm, he come back? Yes, I believe he does come back, and I would think we're still two to three weeks away. Yeah, when I, I heard, heard what like happened to the finger, right. Out. So I'm thinking yeah. when I hear bones, I hear four to six weeks. Yeah. And they were saying one to two. You know, I haven't seen the finger, and I'm not a doc. So, but, but uh, An hour ago you were, but I gave you credit for <laughs> that. Well, as PK says, I was pre-med on Friday night at UC Santa Barbara. <laughs> um, were you really? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's a PK. I was uh, pre-med at ASU on Fridays. That's <laughs> not uh, what he said. Friday about, Friday about 845. <laughs> How you doing? Every yeah, pre-med. a pre-med. <laughs> right? Monday at 2? Nope. No. Sorry, I'm a little slow on the, on the Yeah, that was it. There. Uh, so I would think, but I think they've been good without him. I think they've played well without him. Do I think they can beat the best teams without him? Absolutely not. But I still don't think the middle of the West Coast Conference is any good. And what's I'm sure the bottom to, What's going to happen tomorrow at Gonzaga? They're going to get beat. Badly or... Good game. Double by double figures. Yeah, I would say double figures. But, I mean, but Gonzaga's been unloading these 40 and 50 point, you know, yeah. thrashings. I don't think it's going to be that. So your definition of badly, you know. Yeah. All right. Tom? Hey, let's do it. Our last uh, spot of the Five weekend o'clock hour? before Hawaii comes for Gordon. Yeah. yeah what, uh... the, um, we are a big furniture weekend. It's a Martin Luther King weekend. We are here at the new location of the warehouse 86 East University Parkway in Orem. And don't forget, we're in Salt Lake, 1967 South, 300 West. This is the best weekend in our history to help you get that desirable, adjustable bed. Is that the, of all the good deals you have here, and look, I've, I've told many friends this, and my family comes here and shops because of the fantastic deals that are here. Of all the great deals you have here, is that the one you would circle in on, the adjustable bed? There's three. There's so many I can't mention it. How about I'll give you a $150 pillow tomorrow for 29 bucks. That's an incredible deal. But adjustable bed is what everybody wants. They're going and looking at them at home shows. They're going and looking at it and drooling. Then they see the price tag, 5000 to to $16,000, and they say, that's a dream. I've got an $11,000 package for $29.99 for $3,000, and I'll do something that I've never done. I'm going to give you one year free interest and we've talked about that a lot it's through Citibank you have to have decent credit if you don't have credit I'll give you no interest for a hundred days through snap three thousand dollars for the best package if you're wanting a good package a four to six thousand dollar package I can do it for 1999 that's for a king if you want a queen 599 excuse me 499 Head up adjustable with the mattress. If you want all the features except for lumbar and stuff, like the ultimate your your package mm-hmm. that I would call it the Gordon package, 
I've got an 899 package that gives you massage. It gives you USBs. It gives you everything you can think of except for the lumbar support. For $899, including a latex mattress. The latex mattress in the Queen, the cheapest you're going to see, it's fourteen to seventeen hundred bucks. You'll see them as high as four ninety nine for the expensive brand where they spend all the money for advertising. Austin bought one of the. Uh, you bought an adjustable bed from Tom, didn't you, Austin? I mean, people think we sometimes we just talk about this stuff, but no, we actually take advantage of the deals. That We've you sold have. probably ten to employees of the radio station. Austin bought one, and he told me that he's a huge fan now. Yeah. He then came in and got one for his mother. Hmm. Austin. Uh, I, we uh, everything in my home. You look around. You're like, oh, this is. Uh, when did you get a million dollar salary per year? And I'm like, I didn't. I, get, I went to the warehouse. <laughs> you were showing off your bed. Everyone that comes over, I'm like, come check out my bed. And they're like, what? I was like, no, really, come on. Real quick, the most interesting thing. It's not no name stuff. Yeah. This is name brand furniture with full factory warranties at Utah's lowest prices. And we, our family's been in this business for a long time. My wife is the oldest daughter of Gary, who started and owned Furniture Warehouse Road Redwood. Yeah. You know our family. We're going to take care of you for a long time. You remember those commercials? I do. On Road Redwood. <laughs> I, do. I, totally, I totally remember those. Yeah. Well... And you're also got your uh, your your ticketed items, and you're giving twenty percent off. Everything right? in the store that's just regular, our best deal. Mm-hmm. Yellow ticket, take twenty percent off. Thirty percent off any coffee table or end table. Fifty percent off rugs. Fifty. I'm going to do. How about dining, Clayton? Can we do dining at twenty five off? He says sure. <laughs> I, I think that I'm the boss, but I always got to ask my big brother, right? Yeah. All right. So come and see us again, Salt Lake or Orem. The warehouse, boom. Breaking sports news. Can I have a sounder, Austin? This there is huge. Big Here time? Big time? Yeah, or, this is or big. small time? All right. Uh, big. Hold on. Hit it. I need the real deal. Breaking news. Multiple reports now. Jason Garrett staying in the NFC East to be the Giants' new offensive coordinator. Oh, Giants-Cowboys prime time. You know, maybe lesser slot Monday night, Thursday night. But nonetheless, grudge match. Grudge match. I'm looking at uh, SI on Twitter. You can read all the details yourself. Sports Illustrated at SI now on Twitter is uh, one of the many places I see it being reported. Okay, so whose butt is he going to kiss to keep that job? I think Ed... Uh, Ed Warder, Ed Warder, ESPN, looks like he uh, broke it. Oh. Um, Since that's what he specialized in in Dallas. Got to win. Got a track record now. Got to win. Giants, yeah. got to maybe, maybe, maybe you got to get better and then go to the playoffs the second year. But you, coordinators, it's not very forgiving, man. The head coach is like, this is a good gig. I'm not, if it's you or me, <laughs> you're going you. overboard first. <laughs> they may run me, but I'm going to buy another year of this sweet deal. All right, uh, stay tuned for a riveting uh, 6 o'clock hour of The Big Show. All right, that'll wrap it up for another edition of The Big Show. David James, thanks to DJ for sitting in. We've been down here in Orem at the warehouse, and we've had a, a whale of a time. We had Howard Beck on the show. We had Ron Boone on the show. It's a lot of fun. Lots going on in the sports world around here. We hope NFL 
uh, action tomorrow, uh, over the weekend anyway. So we hope you enjoy uh, what's going on with the Utah Jazz, what's going on with NFL football, even though Austin's Titans are probably going to lose. I don't know, man. I'm feeling pretty good. Not as good as I was last week, but I'm not feeling like it's impossible. It's not impossible. I, honestly, if they get the lead and play turnover free with Henry, if I were the Chiefs, and I know it's a long game and they certainly proved it last week, I would not want to try to run the, the Titans down with that running game, with that running back, and give them the lead, you're playing with fire. Chiefs get the lead, that's a different deal. Is there uh, a, a running back in the league uh, that you would uh, that you would want to see coming at you less than Derrick Henry? He was on my fantasy team, and I, I was really glad I had him. <laughs> I don't have words for it. He, he, he's, he's an a, he's awesome combination to move of, that of, fast of, and that well and be that big and strong. Power, size, and speed. It's an awesome combination. How about, the, how about the Niners Packers? What's going to happen there? Usually the team with the best quarterback wins, which means usually they pick Green Bay on the road, but that San Francisco defense is awesome. Mm-hmm. I do think that when they play a second time, the game doesn't tend to go the way it went the first time, and the Niners torch the Packers torch them in the regular season. I think this will be a better game, but I just can't bring myself to pick Green Bay knowing how thoroughly San Francisco got them. I think it'll be a better game, it'll, but I, I'm going to go with San Francisco. So you think that the Titans, if I, you're going to pick an underdog, that's the one you're going with? Yeah, probably. Ultimately, though, I picked both the favorites, but I was surprised when I saw the lines that these were seven and seven and a half point lines. I thought they'd be more three and three and a half. I don't think it's outrageous that either road team wins. I won't pick it, but I don't think it's outrageous. I think they both have a shot. Says <laughs> the Titans fan. A little bit. Little bit. Uh, They're Austin. good. I, I told you, they started 2-4. and four. They changed quarterbacks, so throw that out. Don't look at them at like a 9-7, 6 seed. Yeah. They're not. They're 7-3 this quarterback. And they're two and zero in the playoffs. It's nine out of twelve, and they won in New England and Baltimore. Yeah, they're good. Incriminating now, audio, DJ. You, you they're game? Good. You want to do no, this? Stay no, stay away from me. No? Stay okay. away from right. me. Yeah, I know. Believe you, me, I'm a I'm you a good passive example. aggressive little punk. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm never. I'm not going to bet against the Titans. Not after what happened to me. So, anyway, Austin, thanks for running the show. Parking stall lines are merely suggestions. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for running it back there. DJ, appreciate you sitting in. We've had a lot of fun. MJB in the afternoons, man. We need to do this more often. It's awesome. We, we will. I'll probably do Jake and DJ in the afternoon, though, because somebody's taking a vacation. <laughs> yeah, looking forward to it. But uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. We hope you have a wonderful, wonderful sports weekend.